Did you invite the school board? Hello, I'd like to call the meeting to order. Roll call, please. The mic on. Pania yes. Costello. It's not coming over. Mr. Crocheting. Here, but Jim can't hear you. Pania Costello. If it works. Right here. Yeah, but is it on? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's got, see, it's got the green button. I'm sorry, I can. Okay, ready? Okay. Yeah, I can hear now. Okay. Okay, Mr. Crochet. Mr. Zigorowski. Here. Mr. Tillotson. Here. And Mr. Tillotson is participating by Zoom. Uh, yes. Committee. Mr. Wagner. Here. So any other present meeting members? No. In compliance with the open meeting laws of the city of Chicopee is recording this meeting. Is anyone else in the audience video or audio taping this meeting? No one says they are. If so, please state your name and organization. Okay, so item number one is to discuss the budget uh, unfortunately, the person who is knowledgeable about the budget from the school department is not here. And uh, I did not receive any notification that he wasn't going to come. But we can look at the second item. Oh, if I, I can just give you one. Oh, that's good. If it, Mr. Yeah. Wagner can brief us. Go ahead, Tim. Um, so we are putting our budget um, on our agenda for June 21st. We hope to have it into you guys uh, by the time you take up the full budget. It's, uh, I believe the one that we've sent out of our finance committee is a little bit over net school spending. Um, and as you know, we've just voted to, if you saw the meeting yesterday, we voted to re-enter in the negotiations with the union for salary purposes. Um, but so that's going to factor in a little bit. Uh, we're hoping to have that to you guys as soon as possible. So you, you've reopened negotiations as of last night to negotiate with the school teachers? Yeah, that's, that's, that's correct. Does anybody have any questions, comments in regards to the budget? And they're going to present it on June 21st from the school committee. And they're going to reopen the teacher negotiations. And they voted on that last night. Mr. Tillotson, do you have any questions in regards to the school department budget? Not at this time, because they haven't come up with anything specific yet. Okay, Mr. Zigorowski or Mr. Crochet? No, so there's no other further comments. Thank you, Mr. Wagner, representing the school committee in regards to explaining where you are with the budget and the fact that you've reopened teacher negotiations as of last night. So the other issue that is going to be discussed, and if Mr. Wagner can shed some light on it in regards to the schools, is traffic and pedestrian safety. Um, Tim, do you, can you make a little presentation in regards to that? Uh, so we had a couple of principals come in, do some presentations for us, updating us on some school safety. Uh, I believe they had that walking bus program uh, down in the Willow Manson area there, down at that school there that they were uh, hoping to work with the neighborhood on implementing. Because uh, as you know, some of these neighborhood schools have uh, really high 
walking rates, obviously, because, you know, people living within just a couple miles of the schools they can walk to and from. Um, but, but aside from that, uh, as you know, we're, we're hoping to ask, you know, the Chicopee Police Department, you know, hey, you know, continue your patrols for the area, make sure people aren't speeding. Um, I guess that's really all the, you know, the school department has the authority to do at this point. Is there is there anything being done as far as crosswalks that you're aware of um, in regards to the schools, making sure that the crosswalks are striped and um, crosswalk signals are there? Has there been any discussion in regards to crosswalks? No. Uh, not as far as not at any public school committee meeting, as far as I'm aware. Um, though, if it's uh, if it's on city streets, I'm not sure that it would necessarily be a school department issue, but I can certainly ask about repainting some of the crosswalks in the area. Okay, good. Mr. Crochane has been active in regards to um, a lot of traffic issues in Ward 7. And um, if you, if you want to ask any questions or make any comments in regards to schools or pedestrian safety, um, children, please feel free because you've done a lot of work in regards to that. Okay. Okay, and I just want to introduce the representative from the teachers union is present. And can we have your name? Okay, thank you. All right, right now we're on item number two in regards to the traffic and pedestrian safety with schools and the school children. Mr. Zagorowski? Yeah, the only thing I can say about the pedestrian crossing and uh, traffic safety amongst the schools, I spoke to the DPW superintendent, and right now they're in the process of putting all the lines down throughout the city, but it takes time. Okay. I, I've noticed also some of the crosswalks, the lines have been done. So I told her to pay strict attention to around the schools parks, playgrounds. So that's part of the overall process of aligning the city. But there's only one contractor in the state, I guess, or two that do this. So we're on schedule now and they're doing it right now. So you should be sure as chairman of public safety, I'm well aware of what's going on with it. It just, it takes time, you know, and I, I have spoken to her and the engineer about public safety, about lineage. So it's in the works. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Anything else, uh, Mr. Tillotson? Any comments in regards to pedestrian traffic safety? No, I think I think we've talked about that a lot, and I think that both the school department and the Department of Public Works are are, are going to make sure that the lines are done before the school starts, and that uh, you know that and they're going to take special attention. I think this year because I think we're all aware of it, and we're all trying to make sure the kids get there safely. Thank you. In regards, welcome. in regards to the union, um, the union representative is here. Do you have any comments, suggestions in regards to traffic safety, pedestrian safety, children's safety, in regards to um, the schools and how the streets and the traffic and the speeding impact the schools? Or I know that I get concerns when people pass buses with red lights on. Do you have anything to say on that? Can you come up? Can, can you come up to the mic? I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Uh, one of our main issues that's been brought up time and time again is the opening of the back gate. Um, is it Rolf Avenue or St. Ange? Is it Rolf? Rolf. Rolf. Rolf this Avenue. is Chicopee Comp. Chicopee Comprehensive High School. Yes. Uh, thankfully that the uh, uh, Bowie School. Lambert Lavoie. No, well, I'm sorry. James Street and oh, Bowie. No, Bowie. That Bowie construction is going very well. Thankfully, because that's almost done. There are some issues with traffic there, but that's going to be situated and settled very shortly. Chickabee Comp and Lambert Lavoie, the schools there, the issue is again, and has been for many years. The gate was last opened in the 2007-2008 school year, cut down on traffic, cut down on accidents on um, Montgomery Street, people rushing in and out, uh, actually saved a, a lot of time and energy and tardies in the morning for students coming in. They were coming in on time, they were parking, it was, a, it was a lot easier. Um, I'm not real sure again why it's been locked again, but it has. Okay, thank you. If you could just stay there, because we might we might ask you more. Uh, Councillor Counselor Zigorowski. Oh, no, that's if he knows, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's almost an emergency to open up uh, when the construction starts, especially, but I, I noticed it and I said, why can't we just open up a couple hours in the morning and lock it up? The janitors or custodians would have to lock it, but the answer is the residents don't want that thing open at all. So that's where it stands right now. And as a resident, I understand. However, it's a school zone for two major schools in the area. One hour in the morning, seven to eight. One hour in the afternoon, two to three. I agree. And not only that, we just had graduation. There are anywhere between 12 and 1,500 students at Jacoby Comprehensive High School at any you know time. When you have a graduating class of 267 and you have that many parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, friends, and colleagues coming you in, know. it is absolutely ridiculous to, you know, to have that well, traffic hazard. If you can pick it. If you can approach every resident on that, I forgot what that street, the name Both. of it. Both. Uh, to say, just for an hour, would you mind if we open it up? It's a public safety issue, and it would alleviate some of the trip. Yes, they're going to have tra traffic for a little while, but the people down there, that was the agreement made, and I can't say whether or not it was cost. It was Mayor, Mayor Goyette, I remember. Goyette. Yes. So they made an agreement. 
But you know what? Sometimes public safety has got to prevail. And in this case, it's not. And I know what you're saying when school gets out, traffic is unbelievable on Montgomery Street. And it's going to get worse when the construction starts. Wait, you can have two years of that, if not longer. And while I appreciate that the residents are not exactly happy, it's also not their choice. It's like, well, we don't like it. I don't like the fact that my street has potholes. It doesn't necessarily mean that I can do much about it, except, you know, call my my ward representative. Um, Keep calling. Yeah, oh, I do. But they are getting fixed. That's fine. I do have one other issue. It's not so much school, but it is safety related for the roads. I live in Doverbrook. Well, that's it, a point of order. If it's not, oh, sorry, it agenda, could be an issue with the buses. Discussed. That's why I'm kind of. Con I want to know. If is it okay, Tim? Sorry, Tim. If it's not on the agenda, it shouldn't okay. be discussed. Well, it well, might be with the buses. On the that's agenda, it's traffic and pedestrian safety. Is that is it all right, Tim? So it's kind of general. It is. Is that okay? Is it is a general question? It's about the corner of. Honeysuckle, which leads into the Doverbrook condominiums and Westover Road, where they're building the, the new dog park. Yep. The issue is that, is, and you ask any police officer in our system, they will tell you that is the area, that intersection has the most accidents of any place in Chicopee. They hear it and they go, oh, we know where that is. They built the dog park. It is beautiful. It has a wonderful fence. It has trees lining. The problem is that you cannot see around the corner. Um, I actually, in my vehicle the other day, where the stop sign is, where the stop line is, you can't see far enough down the road to the right. You can see to the left when they're coming in from the base. From the right-hand side, you cannot see far down enough to safely cross unless you inch up, inch up, inch up and get almost into the intersection. Um, now, would this, <laughs> I just want to ask a question. Would this affect children in regards to traffic? because they would be in cars or going to school or school buses. Yes, this is okay. this is the area. Um, thankfully, a lot of the buses go through, uh, go down Pendleton. Yeah. But during uh, severe storms and that, they do travel to Westover Road to turn down if the roads in the Doverbrook and Pendleton and uh, Casey Drive area are, are, are hazardous. Okay, so then in relationship to children and transportation, um, there is an issue, general issue, on traffic and visibility there and how it relates to not only the residents, but children going to and from school that live in Doverbrook. And the Doverbrook area has got what, about 500 condos? Yes. So there are a number of children that live there. There are two buses that go through that area. One is for the uh, Catholic school and one is for the public school. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Tim. We're not quite done yet, so we'll stay there. Thanks. Thank you, Tim. You're next. Thank you. So uh, as it pertains to Rolf Avenue, uh, first of all, that's a specifically school committee issue, school department issue. Um, so, you know, that would be the proper form in which to take it up. Um, however, having, as you said, recent, not too recently uh, been there, um, I can say that a lot of students pour out of all three entrances uh, to that school at the back gate where you're referencing at the top of the football field and right out the main entrance and pretty much at all of them there are cars parked or traveling through including and especially Rolf Avenue so what you have there is streets that are it's a pretty narrow street all things considered. So what you have there is cars parked along there by the residents and by the people looking to pick up their friends or relatives or children 
from that back entrance at Rolfe Avenue that don't live in the area in, in conjunction with all the students walking out of there. So you can open it up and you can increase the traffic flow, but it wouldn't necessarily, you know, make it safer for the students, right? There's, there's going to be an inherent safety risk there if you have more traffic going through uh, regardless. Um, and, and not to mention that it's, it's going to bug the residents who do live there already. Cause again, it is a pretty narrow street that residents, you know, or that people just make U-turns in and out of when they're going to pick people up. So I don't think that necessarily opening it is the right play. It's, it's a pretty narrow street. That's a one way in one way out. I believe they intended to open it so that the cars could come in go around in a circle in the parking lot and out without you turning in the middle of Rolf. That was, that was, you know, or that they could come in the back in a line, a pickup line and go out without, you know, right, but then you're still the getting the issue of students are all still traveling out there. You know, it's well, I, half of them. You... the other issue is the buses go out the front. Yep. The issue would solve the problem of the, the major amount of traffic from the students who park in the back. The junior parking lot is in the back. The senior parking lot is oh, in the side near the track. And um, that's how they have it now. And so a lot of these students would not be going out the exact same way. We have, I think it's about 300 parking spots and everyone trying to leave out one, you know, one driveway is kind of difficult. <laughs> well, again, you got to, again, balance that out against, it's a pretty narrow street that you're trying to get out of, right? That's... And they're getting out of it anyway. That's the other issue is they're, they're still trying. They're still parked there. And it's and it's not very successful. I just don't see how in, any increase in traffic is going to make that quality of life better. Personally, go ahead, Mr. Zagorowski, Councilor Zagorowski. Please tell me, is there no parking sign? Oh, that's stupid. Is there on that Ralph Avenue? Is there no parking on one side or both sides? I'm trying to remember that. There's 1,200 streets in a city, and I'm going to go take a look at that anyways, but. I'll go drive by on my way home and I'll, and I'll take I'm not you sure the if they're uh, on both sides or one side. I don't know. I don't know if there's oh, okay. any, right? I think I just, that there's, I think that there's some on the area around there, but I'm not sure necessarily. There is times and that's an enforcement problem. Yeah. Absolutely. The police department that during school hours, would you please have an officer at least get the people to move their cars? Thank you, Councillor Zagorowski, because you're shedding light on an issue that is a school issue, but is also a city issue because you're involving a city street. And whether or not that street has got no parking on one side, no parking on both sides, and Mr. Wagner alluded to the same. So this is an example of a school issue, whether or not they open the gate, but in order to open the gate, they have to make sure on the city side, like you said, do you need a police officer? Or what can we do to make the street safer if we're going to have traffic coming back and forth? Um, can I ask a question of Councillor Zigorowski in regards to um, in regards to Rolf Avenue? Were there many residents opposed to opening the gate for safety on their street? Well, speaking to Councilman Labrie, and going back when the school was proposed for there, the mayor that was there agreed with the residents and it, that's what they're basing there. They don't want that gate open up no matter what. And uh, that's you. That was in 19. Oh God, I forgot the year. I, I don't remember 20, whatever the year was. What year the school but, you know, opened? The dynamics of traveling and everything changed 
So I know the residents are concerned, but also we got to be concerned about the kids' safety and leaving that building. So I know I know what the, Mr. Wagner said, but it should be to warrant to look into. Uh, you know, I'll mention to Gary, and we'll see what we can do. Talk, you're talking about public safety and schools. You want to hear a problem you guys got? Front Street. They allowed two schools to get out, or three schools, one, two. I got to keep track of them. They get out about the same time. We got kids running, and I can imagine what it must be like on Ralph Avenue. But Front Street, I shudder when I drive through there. So did our ambulance drivers and our cruisers. Parents parked there. They're an hour ahead of time parked there. You know, there, there should be a standing sign that, you know, comes at a reasonable hour, but they're opening their doors on Front Street. The kids are running out on the street. You got a major problem in that. And I did question the superintendent about it at one time. And you know what the, the problem is? Unions. You don't want to get in. I don't want to get into unions and everything else, but you have to change the time. So that's, a, you know, something they have to change in the schools. But when they built those schools and when they started that, I don't think they realize that three schools getting out almost the same time. I think the high schools get out the same, it's pretty close to it. I don't know about the DuPont school, I'm not sure, but it is a hazard there. And uh, I've spoken to some of the officers, but I told them there's not much we can do. You know, it should be done, but it's gotta be taken care of by the school superintendent and maybe the school board, I don't know, but it's gonna be a, a change of working conditions. It's working but, conditions, but it's also uh, sporting events. Right. Hard to have, you know, hard to play golf in the dark. Yeah, you're right. I've never tried it, but I don't imagine it's easy. I'm sorry, Tim. Really. Well, I'm bringing it up because of public safety. That's why. Thank you. Is there any way that they can change the time of the schools? In other words, Chickabee High is what, 208? I just said, I asked the superintendent, could it be changed? He says, well, it have to be negotiated yeah, because of the unions or something, I guess. Right. So they're right. doing negotiations me that. now. So that's yeah. out of our realm as council. Yeah. That's up to you guys, I guess. Because I think they just open negotiations again, right? Only only for salary purposes. Okay. So we can't change it. It's the specific scope is salary. Yeah, they'll be beginning, you know, teams will be formed in September 2023. It's for the 2024 school year. It's when our next contract starts. Well, Councillor Zigorowski's made a good point on Front Street because that you got three schools there. You got an elementary with middle, middle school, you got a middle school, and you got a high school. You got four schools there, St. Stan's there too, and the library. And the library, yeah. So the traffic pattern there that affects the schools is enormous. It's just, but, when, it's just when school's getting in and going out. Otherwise, we'd have to widen the street, as some engineers have said, but we got 1,200 streets to deal with. Thank you. Yeah. Bill, do you have any comments? Because you're good at the no traffic. No parking on Rolf Avenue. Yeah, it's right opposite. Bratton Street to Dale Street and no parking between 202 Rolf Avenue and 216 Rolf Avenue. That's all that's in our ordinances. And and uh, I did go into Google Maps. There's some no parking signs uh, opposite the entrance to the school, but you know the ordinance is for, you know, more than that. It's for the for the street. May I ask a question? So is the gate that on the back of the compound is it is it a comp gate or is it a city gate? Because I've asked that question, you know, to people at the school, and they're like, oh, it's a city gate, and you ask the city, and they say, well, it's a comp gate. 
if it's a comp gate, comp would be allowed to open and close the gate if it's their gate. If it's a city gate, the city would be the one dictating whether it opens or not. Is that, or I, I, I could be way off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's, whose gate is it, I guess, is the question, because I was laughing. There was a student saying to me yesterday, well, it's only a problem of a bolt cutter because there's a, you know, a padlock on it. And I said, well, I don't know who, to whom the gate belongs. I said, I know it's Ward 2. I know an agreement was made with certain residents. I said, but that's all I know, right? If it's a comp gate. You could probably find that out, if, if I may, probably by asking Scott Chaplin. He might have the answer because he's the director of maintenance for the schools. Maybe he could tell you about the gate because I don't. Do you have any idea who owns that gate? I'll get I'll get an answer for you, Ms. Petorsky. What, what does it say? I'll get you an answer. Oh, okay. But it's a comp and city property at the end of the day, too. So. Right. I don't know. Well, I know what I'm saying. If if Chicopee Comp is supposed to be in, in charge, you know, like in charge of keeping certain things open. Okay. Okay. Well, that's why I was asking. I was just like, because I've been told, oh, that's a comp problem or that's a city problem. And it's like, it's got to be something. Well, it's our problem now, but also it's a city problem. It's a city problem. But I know that, I mean, I've been teaching at Chicopee Comprehensive since 1997. And when this, you know, when the old school was was where the track is now, both the back and front gate were open. And it was probably about five years of teaching there before I realized there was a front to get in on Montgomery Street. I always entered through Ralph Avno. I had almost no idea that there was, you could get into the front, but that was until the school was built in 2007. That back gate, there was no gate. It was just the back driveway to comp and it went from one side to the other. Hmm. So the residents on the street are worried about safety and the teachers and students are worried about safety for the school. And office, I mean, um, Councillor Zagorowski made a good point that there's going to be major construction soon, you know, and with the rotaries and how that will impact the traffic going from comp onto Montgomery Street. It take, I'm sorry to interrupt. It takes right now, we are um, teachers, the bell rings at 208. The students are let out. They get on the buses. Uh, teachers uh, contractually can leave at 215. And it from 208 to about 221 is the time it would take a vehicle to leave the parking lot behind the buses. I know that other residents that live off of Montgomery Street are a little bit concerned about the flow of traffic when the construction begins because there's only one way out. So if they live in a house off Montgomery or they use Montgomery, they don't wanna be stuck in traffic for 20, 25 minutes. I know that that's been a, an issue. Yes. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Tillotson, do you have any comments in regards to Rolf Avenue or any of the, um, on the traffic problems or the traffic issues? <clears throat> well, the uh, the gate we're talking about that uh, that's, has a, a, a lock on it, that that was put on uh, as a safety measure so that people wouldn't use it as a cut through. That way there, if, if, if that wasn't the way it is, you'd get people from Montgomery Street coming through the school property and get out onto the, uh, my, uh, on the Dale Street, yeah. So uh, 
Yeah, that, that's been a, talked about an issue. There's some people get are satisfied with what's been what's there, uh, and other people are not. You know, I mean, uh, uh, so you're you're raising up raising a question here that needs to be looked at. I would ask the uh, engineering department to take a look at it too. I mean, uh, see what they think about it. And uh, uh, <clears throat> it's school it's school property, but. Uh, the schools are still controlled overall between the school committee and the city. So, you know, I'm sure that they would be interested in knowing what, what the engineers would, would think about it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it was the, the gate on, on, and the backside was there so that it wouldn't become a cut through. Yeah, and, uh, uh <clears throat> and then uh, the key was given to, to the I think it was Mr. Chapdelaine had the, had a key to, the, to to open it up if there was an emergency, uh, but uh, that's how that came about. Uh, I don't think the people would be happy to have cars coming back and forth through there and then going out to uh, Dale Street. Uh, so I, I think that's something that has to be looked at uh, before we make a change. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Tillotson. Any other comments in regards to Rolf Avenue or any other issues in regards to, um, say, for example, was there, have you been informed of any problems with the busing and uh, safety with busing? I've been contacted in regards to, I don't know if the other counselors have um, people that pass with the red lights on. I don't know if Councillor Crochane or if Councillor Zigorowski has had to deal with that issue that the school bus is stopped the re or the red lights are on and people continue. Yeah. Um, Councillor Zigorowski was a police officer, so he's knowledgeable yeah, of things like this. It's, that's been going on for ever since the law was passed, don't pass a school bus. And some people are just not paying attention. They're not. They're just not. You know, getting back to what uh, Mr. Tillotson said, I agree with him. We don't want to make it a, we're getting one step back again, but you're talking about safety again. We're not talking about opening it up to be a cut through, just strictly at opening and closing a school. So maybe some way, somebody we can cut together that it's only going to be open for one hour. After that, well, they have to go around. But just for that one hour opening, it'll clear traffic out of quicker. But it, like Mr. Wagner said, you're going to have people, they drive. When that gate is open, someone's just going to drive down that street too fast. But they're driving all over the place too fast. Uh, I speak to the guy, the sergeant all the time. He's given over one month, it was almost 6,000 tickets, and he's one person. So, you know, I think it was 6,000, I'm not sure. But, so, you know, he's aware of it, and but he's one person, but uh, just, uh, I, I don't know. But it's worth looking at. Thank you. Yeah. The other, the other, if I may comment on what was just said, there and the other option might be to look at a at a signal light on uh, Dale and uh, uh, in that street that that we're talking about. Uh, 
and uh, or a flashing light there, or something to to give the, the car driver the, the understanding that there's a a major road there that that uh, that is, has plenty of traffic all the time, all day long. And then when the school I get out, it gets even worse. So, yeah, I think I think the engineering department should take a look at it, see if there's some any ideas they have that might work uh, under the and and, and, and slow down the, the traffic and help the problem that we're talking about. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Wagner from the school committee. So as it pertains to the issue of cars passing school buses that are stopped with their signs out, uh, the school committee voted uh, to endorse a bill that was in the legislature. I couldn't give you the bill number or text because it wasn't even given to us uh, to I guess mandate that uh, cameras be put on the buses to be able to catch the license plates of people who do that. Uh, I mean, I personally voted against it because, hey, I don't know where you know that funding is going to come from. Is that going to come back to the district because that would be an expense to the bus companies? You know, whatever. Um, but the school committee voted to endorse it. So, you know, wherever wherever that bill, whatever number it is, goes. You know, the school committee is in support of something like that. That's how we voted. Have you um, had any issues with um, residents or constituents in regards to the violation of the school buses with the uh, flashing red lights as students are going on and off the buses? So uh, on on my end of Ward 1, where I used to live we had a bus stop right at the end of my street and cars were always very good about uh about stopping for the for the lights there and for the buses um i you know we we have a lot of side streets that just don't get a lot of traffic so it's it you know for some of the streets that i've been down it's never really been too too much of an issue um with, with that said, the one issue I've seen on my street, old old, old street, Oak Ridge Street, um, which is right off the street from Bellamy, um, I've had school buses just stop numerous times next to each other so the, so the bus drivers could talk, right? Um, so it's an issue I've brought to the superintendent. But, you know, you have two bus, buses on the same side of a narrow street. Uh, they're just stopped there blocking all traffic, right? That's the bigger issue I've run into, surprisingly. So thank you to your question. The money is uh stays the sort of police department would issue citations based on it because they're actually the bills in the second time around the second legislative session. It made it into conference committee about two months ago. So it's moving fast, but it'll probably die again. Um, but the issue that those citations get issued by the police department, so that money stays in the city. Um, they're non-moving violations, they don't affect insurance, they can give warnings, they can give a fine. Um, city of Providence put one of the school zone, made a million dollars the first year, and they recovered three quarters of that the first year, but that's allowed by Rhode Island state law. So hopefully uh, those come, there are a few communities that already have draft legislation pending, waiting for that one to pass. I plan on filing such a same thing uh, as Framingham did, but I'm sure the PD will shoot me down as they always have over this time. Don't want people playing in their sandbox. Um, but that's something obviously I've been on on top of for a while because I've been pushing for a camera use forever. Um, so, but there's the thing they can also do is if they identify somebody on camera, they can knock on a door and have a conversation. 
that's something the last chief said we could do. So well, there's nothing legally we can do. It doesn't mean we can't have a conversation with somebody saying you didn't get away with it per se. So I wish we could do a little more of that. That's just not going to happen. Um, I know the chief spoke to Alvin Morton a while ago about the people legally parked on the side streets waiting to pick up their kids and drop them off. And he refused to send out a robocall reminding people to park legally. Um, so that was something I was going to bring up too, but I had a conversation with Chief. He brought it up, and if he's getting nowhere, nobody's going to listen to me. <laughs> so, but that's a big issue. I was hoping the schools would put out flyers to the parents. Um, I, I work in Holyoke Public Schools as a as a I'm a work the sheriff's department in the schools, and we do a lot of flyers to the projects and whatnot where all the kids come from for these area schools, and it's successful. So, um, but. Again, the school department has to cooperate with us a little bit, and he refused to send out a robocall. So, and that's been an ongoing issue. I have hundreds of pictures of people crazily illegally parked, not even, I'm like half hanging out in the middle of Grand, uh, Chicopee Street. So, <laughs> that's something I like to see the school department address one of these days, all the illegal parking. It's and dangerous. I, you know, it took my dad 20 years to get hands free driving. Maybe it'll take 20 more to get cameras exactly. on buses. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, any other issues in regards to the um, to the agenda with the traffic and the pedestrian safety? We just want our students when they walk to and from school or they get picked up by their parents or if they're going in bus that they're safe, that they're safe on the buses, they're safe on our streets. Um, and that's the reason why we wanted to talk about the traffic and pedestrian safety. But like Mr. Wagner indicated, I believe it's Stefanik School that's having that walking school bus. Is that correct? Yes. So that would be close to Mr. Crochet's uh, ward. And that walking school bus, how is that going to work? Are they going to, are the children all going to line up? Tim? Um, I can grab my presentation. I can get the email on the presentation for it. That should have some more specifics. Um, if you just want me to send that to your staff, they can disseminate that to the to the to the yeah. city council. Then we can put that as a part of the record yeah. about the walking school bus in at the Stefanik school. Is there any other schools yet that the union is aware of, or that the school committee is aware of for a walking school bus? No. Okay. So right now, the walking school bus is only at Stefanik. Okay, is there any other questions or? I, I do have a question. It is a very strange one. I apologize in advance. Uh, like I said before, I live in Doverbrook. There used to be a road that connected a honeysuckle road. Nope, I lie. Horseshoe in Doverbrook to the back of, I don't know the name of the road. I think it's what's the street that Deer Way is off of, where, where Bowie School okay, and Academy. Yes. Yeah, they abandoned that and they put up a a, a tree, a, a cut down tree. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, this. I mean, there used to be a road right there that used to be able to take every single student who was in Doverbrook. And there, right now, I would say there's probably about a hundred, you know, elementary students in Doverbrook, young children, who can walk, ride, or take a bus that cuts through directly to. Bowie School, and I thought it was, I mean, it was years ago, the street was destroyed. I actually believe, unfortunately, by Doverbrook residents, um, wow. and the street was never 
reconfigured to be a road again, it's unfortunately since there's two safety issues. One, the, the road has been completely, there are a bunch of down trees and it's, it's now become impassable. Um, the other issue is that, well, there's two issues actually. One, there are bears now wandering around there because it's it's uh, inhabited by bears because of the forest that's back there, which is the reason that a couple of times this year, Bowie School has been sending emails and calls home to the parents saying there's a bear in the, par in the parking lot or there's a bear on the uh, playscape. Uh, the other issue was there has become a small community of homeless people who are now camping back there. They're living back there. And I have put this question out before to, to my Ward 1 rep saying, um, is, there, is, is there any plans to actually reconstruct the road? Now, I, I understand it would take money and I understand it would take time. However, it is a huge advantage to an entire group of people in the Doverbrook area specifically. I know it's kind of selfish, but that bus specifically comes down the street, picks up every single child in Doverbrook and drives them back down Memorial and around to Bowie School. That is the only, my son's bus is the only bus and that's all they pick up, only Doverbrook children. If the bus can come, pick up all the kids in Doverbrook and drive down a road the back way without going any other way, it seems to me that it would be completely worth it. Not only that, the students, uh, Chicopee Academy at Seltzer, and the, what is also back there, Mr. Wagner, what's back there? Is that Job Corps? Job Corps back there. Bob, do you know Job Corps back there? And there's some condos on both sides of that road. But I don't know, you're saying they don't drive down their way to Bowie School? The, well, no, the um, the street that connects to Dareway. I don't know what that street is, where um, it would be the street that you turn onto to get down to Job Corps, Job Corps. and immediately right. turning onto Sel uh, the Chicopee Academy at Selzer. I mean, there used to be a road, and when it was destroyed, the city, I mean, it's been a solid few decades, unfortunately, but yeah. the city never, you know, repaired it. But it seems to me that I know some people say, well, we don't want people driving near our condos, the same issue as you have with Rolf Avenue. We don't want people using it as a cut through, but if it can service an entire neighborhood of children and get them to school a lot more quickly and a lot more safely, because they don't have to drill on Memorial, they don't have to go past anything else. It's in a, not only that, a lot of the students, you know, could walk, could ride bikes, their parents could drive them to school without, you know, going six miles out of the way. So basically, there was an abandoned road, from what I gather, between Doverbrook and near where the Job Corps is. Yeah. And what they did, I think it was back when the Freedmans owned the condo complex. Do you remember those that back then? And I think that there was some idea not to use it as a cut through and to put a tree there and they did for years and then nothing ever happened and the speaker is making a good point that because there is no road there um there's danger to the kids because now instead of just going directly to bowie school they take a bus and they go all the way around i i, I imagine you go westover road down memorial drive they then watch. down they james down. street uh, Pendleton bus comes down Pendleton goes past uh, the area where um, originally uh, Mr. Wagner was talking about Casey Drive, uh, Boswick, all those goes right past those those houses goes into Doverbrook specifically picks up all the students in Doverbrook 
goes right back down Pendleton, down Memorial, James Street, to whatever that street is that I cannot remember in Deer Way. Yeah, rather than that, that is quite a drive. It, right. It for I can I mean we've walked it before it was completely covered with trees when we had all the uh what are the microbursts and this and that. My husband's son and I used to we you know we when they had free lunch and free breakfast at Bowie, we'd go and visit the lunch uh, the lunch crew and we would walk right through it. It was a half mile walk as opposed to you know, I'm just thinking saving time, saving money, saving gas, saving travel, safety. I mean, I do understand it's it's a pain, but it's it is, let's see. Yeah, there's no road there now. If you look on a on a current map, there is no road. <laughs> um there was a road there years ago, Officer uh, I mean Counselor Zagorowski. There there was. So there was a road there that went all the way to the all the way to the uh, job corps and all the way out to to the <clears throat> the, the James, James Street. Street. Yes, there was. There was. Johnson Road. That's what it does. It connects yeah, Johnson, Johnson Road to right. Yeah. Yeah, a significantly shorter drive, significantly safer, and like I said, I'm just concerned with. The fact that we have a, a, a conglomerate of, of people who are unfortunately homeless. And unfortunately, I'm also, I feel bad for them because there are bears living in there. <laughs> you know, if you have, uh, you know, someone who, who is uh, unfortunate and down on their luck and has no other option but to live in this small space of forest and there's a bear, that's, that can't be good. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a road there, but we don't know what the status of the road is now. It's pretty bad now. Um, maybe Councillor Tillotson. Uh, Jim, you must have remembered when there was a road there. Uh, what is the status of the road now? Do you know if it's been abandoned or? I think it just, I just think it's a, abandoned, but I would suggest you talk to Mr. Ellis about that as to what the story is there. I'm not sure whether they <clears throat> sold it to, to, to the other side where the, of, the, of the bridge that was there. Uh, or what happened to it? It's but it, it hasn't been opened up for quite a while. There are Jersey bears. So I, I, yeah, <laughs> I would ask uh, Mr. Ellis, the city engineer, to give me a little bit of history on that one, and uh, because uh, he would know and he would have the records. They could estimate what it would cost. Yeah, and then he could ask what it what it would cost to put it back, so he could go directly from there all the way into uh, where the job corps is. Okay, thank you. Are there any other um, issues that you would like to address? No. Councillor Zagorowski, anything? On a motion. Well, I want to counsel. Um, no, okay, no. I guess we're ready. I guess we're ready for a motion. to place this all on file. Okay, thank you. All in favor? Roll call. Aye. Tillotson? Roll call. Yes. Yes. Zagorowski, yes. Yes. Mr. Crochet? Yes. And myself, yes. Okay. Thank you all for coming. I hope we uh, had a good meeting. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you got minutes? we have the, the minutes that has to be approved for December. Um, I'm sorry, I I didn't do that. I'm going to accept the minutes of uh, December 22nd. Thank you. Nine 25, 22. Jim, it's to accept the minutes. 
Okay. Motion to motion to accept the minutes. Okay. Roll call, Jim. Yes. So, yeah. So moved. Okay. Jim says yes. 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 Councillor Zigarowski said yes. Yes. Councillor Crocheting. And I say yes. Thank you. And the motion has been to adjourn by Councillor Zigarowski. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And Mr. And Councillor Crocheting. Yes. And Councillor Tillotson. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much for coming.